Welcome to the Cash Confident Podcast. I'm Bray Sedano, your fearless host, personal finance expert, and the visionary behind the revolutionary Cash Confident community. Get ready to embark on an electrifying journey where we redefine the rules of money and empower women to harness the immense power to craft the life they truly, truly desire. This podcast is the ultimate resource meticulously crafted for women who are ready to unleash their financial prowess and embrace a life of abundant success. We leave no stone unturned as we delve into the depths of money management, mindset mastery, and the undeniable influence of emotions on your financial decisions. Prepare to rise above the societal limitations and break free from the chains that have held you back as we equip you with the tools and knowledge to make bold, confident choices with your cash. We believe that true financial power begins with knowledge, and that is exactly what we deliver. So buckle up, my fierce and ambitious friends, as we embark on this transformative journey to becoming cash confident together. We are here for another episode of the Cash Confident Podcast with Bree Sedano, and today we are talking about going beyond six figures in business. And if you don't have a business, going beyond six figures, I think these the skills that I'm going to teach you in this podcast episode apply, you know, in the corporate world or in the W two world. In addition, but I'm going to be talking to business owners because that's who I'm generally working with. Um, all right, so I'm feeling very excited. Like I always am at the beginning of all my episodes because I got my notes together and I'm all, you know, jazzed up to talk to you today. Um, All right. So if you don't know, I have a mastermind for business owners who are already doing, you know, six figures in their business and they're working toward, you know, working beyond six figures. We're working toward scaling toward multiple six figures, you know, in the direction of seven and eight figures. And so when people come see me, no, I work specifically with women too. So when women come see me, most of the time they're coming from a place of like, these are successful women who are already doing pretty well in their business, but they're like, all right, well, I'm already maxed out. Like I'm not, I don't have more time. I don't have, you know, more, more to put in to this and I want to get to the next level. So how do we, how do we get to the next level while I actually do less? How do I do less and yet have more, right? And so this is the question that I, you know, that I essentially solve for with people. Uh, You know, they they do their own work, but we we work on this together in my Limitless Wealth Mastermind. You know, so wink, wink, and a nod, nod, if you are a six-figure businesswoman who is scaling beyond that, you know, maybe, maybe come talk to me about that. We could book a call, have a little chatty chat. But here's where I'm going with this. Um, is so there are some things that need to shift because from going when you start a business or when you're going toward six figures in the first place, there are skills that you need and it's going to be marketing skills. It's going to be sales skills. It's going to be lead generation. It's going to be, you know, systems operations. And there is some internal work, you know, that needs to be done because fear will get in the way every step of the way of every kind of journey that you've that you're going to take, right? Fear will get in the way. Resistance will get in the way. But for the first six figures of a business getting there, a lot of that is really practical business stuff. It's making the paths for the money to get there. It's figuring out what you're offering, figuring out who you're talking to, you know, figuring out your pricing. There's a lot of just really like hard skills, if you will. And if 
you're is you know in that beginning stages of business I really suggest doing a lot of those hard skills work because like like you know sometimes I'll talk to people and they'll be like well where's my money black and I'm like your money black is you don't have effective sales skills (laughs) you know or your money black is you don't have lead generation strategies your money black is you don't have offers or your messaging is really weird and all over the place and it's not clear who you work with or what you do right but Um, you know, so that's, those are the kind of things that you, that we're working on when we're just getting started in business. And those things, you know, it's a whole new way of thinking. It's a whole new way of looking at these things. But once we get to the place where we're, you know, where we're doing well in our business and we know who we're working with and we know what we're offering and we know our pricing and we know our deliverables and we have systems in place and we want to scale, there are some things that need to shift and change to get beyond that, to get beyond the six-figure mark. And I'm going to teach you three of them today because I think they're juicy. So the first thing that I want to teach you is really around identity. And so in the in the episodes that I did um, at the beginning of the year, there was one around smart goals and be, do, have goals. Now, I love a be, do, have goal. And so if you're not familiar with the be, do, have goal, it's you start with like, well, what do I want to have? What do, you know, what is the outcome that I would like to achieve, right? So what is, what's the outcome? What do I want to have? Even if it's an experience or an amount of money or an amount of clients or whatever. And then you kind of back into it and it's like, all right, well, who would I need to be to get this? And what would I need to do? And so the other day I was having a conversation around this exact topic in my Limitless Wealth Mastermind group. And I'm going to be a little silly here, but we were talking about all right, if the outcome is to have a cheesecake, right? To have a cheesecake. Well, what do you need to do and who do you need to be to get that cheesecake? Now, I have a really diverse group of women who are a, a group of women who have diverse businesses. And so we were thinking about this from the place of like, all right, well, if, if I was going to be the the Betty Crocker domestic goddess homemaker. What am I going to do? I'm probably going to make that cheesecake. I'm going to put on my apron. I'm going to pin up my hair. I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get the cream cheese. I'm going to have a springform pan and I'm going to make that cheesecake. And I'm going to have a cheesecake, right? And I'm going to make, I'm going to create the cheesecake from scratch because I'm a domestic goddess, right? Now, one of the ladies in my mastermind is a sex coach. And I was like, all right, well, if I was, if I was a dominatrix, and I'm being a dominatrix, what am I going to do to get that cheesecake? And the answer was very different than the you know, than the Betty Crocker homemaker. It was like, I'm going to order my submissives to go to the store and find me the most delightful cheesecake that the entire city has to offer and bring it to me and serve it to me and feed it to me one bite at a time. I'm like, all right. you know. And we played with this and we were like, all right, well, if I was a big burly dude wearing a leather jacket and riding a motorcycle and I wanted to have a cheesecake... You know, and what we came up with was he's going to run into a restaurant or run into like a 7-Eleven and the cheesecake is, is he's going to eat it standing up, right? And he's going to have that experience with that cheesecake. So who you're being really influences the thing that you're doing, right? And when we want to start to do less, when we want to start to delegate more, when we want to start to be become more of a leader, become more of a, you know, a queen, you know, more sovereign in our business, 
identity crafting is a skill that that we really need to take on because additionally when we're creating when we're manifesting it's who we are that the universe matches it's not what we want it's not what we're doing and so there's a trap of thinking that happens you know somewhere really and it depends on your business everybody's numbers are different but around that when you're able to take a six figure salary right when you're able when your business is able to pay you six figures we could call it that cuz that i think evens out you know, because some some people's businesses, you know, they're they have high expenses and the revenue numbers are really different. You know, so it's just like, you know, trying to be mm, gentle with the blanket statements. Is, um, you know, when you're making those six figures, there there is a place where you're like, I can't do anymore. So this is a place where you have to start to shift that identity and shift to who you're being and shift in how you're showing up because often the space between six and seven figures requires us to show up different. Like we don't get to be the same person that we were, you know, making 50, 60, 70, 80, 90,000 as we're going to be making two and 300,000. It just doesn't work. You have to kind of step into new roles, new capacities. You have to like look at yourself and be like, where am I not letting myself really be my authentic self? Where am I not, where am I hiding my desires? And so I love doing identity work with clients because it gets right to it. It's like, well, who are you being? Who are you going to be when you're doing this? Who do you want to be? And what aspects of yourself do you essentially need to let go of or need to like not be driving, you know, not be driving, not be driving I guess the boat of your life or the car of your life. So identity crafting is one of those, those, and it's a, and I call it a skill because it's not a thing that you're just going to do once, right? It's a thing that you're going to come back to over and over again. Right? One of my clients has crafted, recrafted her identity maybe four or five times in the last few years, you know, and every time she becomes a little bit better, a little bit better at her work, a little bit easier to give stuff away, a little better at delegating, a little better at team management, you know, as she brings on these new aspects of herself and she lets, you know, aspects of herself that are getting too small, you know, go to the wayside a little bit. So identity crafting is a skill that is going to help you to go beyond six figures. And this is also true in you know, in W2 in corporate situations, because when you want those really next promotions, you have to start showing up, you know, at that C-suite level. Like the CEO of a business does not show up the same way as middle management. They just don't show up the same way. They're not the same kind of, they don't have similar identities. They have really different identities. And so crafting your identity, becoming aware of who you're being while you're doing the thing and who you need to be to have like essentially... I want to say balls, but I talked to ladies like the ovaries, right? Like the, the, the chutzpah, the guts to do the next things. Like we have to really look at those things. So crafting an identity is something that is an, an inner skill. It's a, it's an inner skill that really, really translates to big money, easier, you know, easier, um, business. So that is the skill that you're going to want to procure. All right. Another skill that you're going to want to craft for yourself in that space going beyond six figures is around emotional and energetic pattern recognition. Now, this is some this is deep work, but 
I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you why this matters. Okay. So let's just say when you're, when you're starting your business, you're doing all these hard skills. And so you do have to do enough inner work to be able to do the things. But as you start scaling, as you start growing a business and that business requires more and more of you, your junk, your childhood dramas, your old patterns, your weird beliefs, your your just emotional baggage starts to show up in your business as you scale. And it's because now you're creating something that's so big that it's triggering anything old. Like as you start really creating something really big and you need access to more and more of yourself, you know, sticky old places or old hurts start coming to the surface for you to clean them up. Right. And that's, that's the way that it, that's really what's happening. It's like life serving you to, you know, get more and more on board with yourself. But that is a scaling a business is a tough couple of years for a lot of people. And it's because as you do it, every little skeleton in your closet becomes alive and you have to deal with it. So pattern recognition, emotional pattern recognition, and your ability to like look at something today and be like, oh, this is a thing that happens for me sometimes. And then be able to like recognize that and then clean that up on an emotional level is a skill that is going to, that's going to help you to scale so much more quickly because it's, it's our, it's our own junk that gets in the way. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you my own story. So in 2020, I grew the business by about double and in doing that, I also hired a marketing agency. I had to hire some additional coaches. And I didn't know everything that I that I know now then, right? Because I didn't realize how my identity was, was actually too small. And I didn't see my patterns until way after the fact. So now when I'm working with clients on these things, I'm looking for these things proactively. But I had one of the, the toughest, toughest years because all of my junk was just getting thrown in my face over and over again. Right? We were making a ton of money, but I still had so much scarcity as a pattern in my body that that I felt worse that year than I probably ever felt. Because now my scarcity was just so loud because I was I, like it doesn't make exact sense when I say it from like a looking at the situation outwardly. Outwardly, my situation looked so good. People were congratulating me on my success, like left and right. It looked amazing. But I had this scarcity pattern that was, I was so afraid all of the time. And it was like my business brought that up for me to be able to actually deal with that pattern kind of once and for all. You know, as like I still experience scarcity, but it's not a pattern of scarcity. It's just like scarcity in a moment. Right. And I had some fears around being let down right? Now we're old, that we're not from my business, that we're from like my childhood. But as I was creating this business, those fears were coming up really, really loudly. And so that was another thing that I had to address. And I had to really ask myself some questions about my leadership. You know, like I hadn't ever been really in a big leadership position before. And so I actually had to craft some leadership into my identity because it wasn't something that was existing before, um, which is like kind of goes to the point before, but being able to like work through old patterns is, is something that you, ha- that you have to, have to, have to do to get to these 
these figures are beyond. You know what? And that's not necessarily true. You can totally get to seven or eight figures and be afraid and miserable. So don't, don't get me wrong. Like if you wanted to not, not clean this stuff up, you could totally carry all of your junk forward with you. It just sucks a lot. So it's not like you have to do it. Don't get, you know, you're allowed to create your life the way that you want to, you know, just to be clear about that. It's not like if you don't, it's not like if you don't clean up every, you know, emotional closet or whatever, you're not going to be successful. You could be plenty successful. It's just that when those skeletons are active in your closet, they get so loud while you're scaling. And so a lot of people have a really hard time scaling the business. It's like a really dark night of the soul. That's kind of the, that's, that's, you know, you know, and when I'm working with clients, this is some of the, the, the work that we're actually doing because, and it looks so good from the outside. So people don't get it, you know, so you need somebody who's, who, I don't know, a lot of times to it, at that level, you're going to have a coach or a mentor, but you're going to need some help seeing these patterns and help cleaning that stuff up. So that way you can stop recreating it in your business, right? Because if you're somebody who's got patterns of starting fires, man, that's going to show up in your business. If you got patterns of scarcity, it's going to show up in your business. If you get patterns of disappointment, dissatisfaction, um, those things are going to show up in your business. So that skill of recognizing and cleaning up um, old patterns so that way you stop recreating them in your business. That's another skill that you want to have to go beyond six figures in your business. And also this is going to show up. I mean, that will also show up in corporate or in W2 work too. Like as you as you move on to these things, the people you manage are going to show you your, you know, your junk, you know, work is going to show you your junk. It's going to stress you out. So the higher capacity you serve, you know, the, just the more room there is for all of your old stuff to come, come to the service. So you do need the ability to be able to deal with that and clean that up. All right. The last thing that we're going to talk about today is around emotional range. So abundance requires emotional range. And here's what I mean. It's like, let's just say emotions go on a, on a scale from one to 10. You could be level one happy. You could be level 10 happy, but if you're going to be happy, you could be level one to 10 sad, you know, and there's a, you know, there's a lot of emotions. And so oftentimes people want, they ask, they ask themselves to create, they ask the universe, they pray for something that's really big that would require a lot of emotional intensity, right? And let's just like on that range, let's just say level one happiness feels really mundane, but level 10 happiness is intense. It's an intense amount of happiness. Or level one sadness is like, hmm, sad. But level 10 sadness is the depths of sorrow, right? And so these things are have different levels of intensity. Now, as you want to go and create something really big, you're going to need higher and higher levels of emotional range because you're going to take bigger and bigger financial and emotional risks. So I'm going to give you a little story to just kind of ground this, but um, I just finished, well, I, not just finished, but I finished the Cash Confident book, which will be coming out. Um, I actually don't have a publication date, but it's with the publisher and it will probably be out sometime next year. And uh, I'm hoping for that book to be a bestseller. I want that book to be a New York Times bestseller, which is a really big goal for where I am in my business and where I am, right? Like you have to sell at least 12,000 copies in a week for it to be a New York Times bestseller. Which is, a, which is a lot of sales to happen in one week um, for me at this point. So if I really want that to happen, 
well, well, you know, if I want to be that New York Times bestselling author, well, what am I going to have to do? I'm going to have to get out there. I'm going to have to do publicity. I'm going to have to sell this book like for real, for real. What does that mean? Well, that means I'm going to be out in front of audiences that don't know me. I'm going to be out of the safety of my little cozy place in the internet. That's my, you know, digital home. I'm going to be talking to people who maybe love my work. Some people are going to hate it. Some people are going to hate me. They're going to hate my face. They're going to think I'm a weirdo or a bad person or whatever. Um, And if I'm not going to be okay to receive, you know, next level praise, big praise, big, you know, being honored and, um, you know, being the authority and also next level criticism, like people really hating me. And, you know, not that I'm calling this in or anything, but like, you know, as you, as you start to really increase in space, people really critique your work differently because you're an absolute stranger to them. You know, they will tear you apart. You know, there's trolls on the internet, things like that. So if I'm not willing to experience those things, I'm never going to have the guts to market the book the way that it needs to be done. And that's kind of where I'm going with this emotional range. It's like, if I'm unwilling to experience the intensity of being really harshly critiqued on the internet by a stranger, I'm not going to show up in the way that I need to. And so the more money we want to make and the more impact we want to have and the more people we want to serve and the bigger we want our messages to be, the more emotional range that we have to learn to tolerate within our body. And that is a, that is a skill that oftentimes is an intense amount of like deep personal work because most of us learned from a young age that certain emotions were bad or certain emotions were wrong or certain emotions we could not have, or it was unsafe to have. Like if you ever got in trouble where, you know, for crying, you know, when you were a kid and somebody's like, I'll give you something to cry about, or here's a popsicle, stop crying. You know, you may learn that your sadness isn't safe and you very likely will have protection mechanisms to prevent you from feeling certain kind of ways. But when you want to create more and more, you know, and you want to go beyond yourself and you want growth and expansion, those old survival mechanisms, those old protection mechanisms get really heavy and they stop, they stop being service. And so emotional range and uh, a constant increasing of your ability to handle um, your, the, the intense sensations of life in your body is, is another thing that is, you know, nobody's really talking about this, but this is an under the radar skill that you really need to, to build something really, really big. Um, And they kind of all go together. So these three things go together because it's like, all right, well, who am I going to be? So you start to craft that identity of like, all right, well, if I was my, you know, the next level version of myself, we'll call it. Because it's not just about business. It's not just about making money, right? But it's like, what is this life that I'm creating? And who am I? You know, I'm the main character of my story, but who is this main character? You know, am I the queen of this story or am I the commander of this story or am I the, you know, domestic goddess in this story? Like, who am I? And we don't need to be like one-sided, but, you know, we're multidimensional, we're multi-faceted creatures. Um, But knowing who you are and crafting that identity and really being in the fullness of your power around who you are and your authenticity, you know, is super, super attractive to clients, money, business, all the things. And then it's like, as you increase that emotional range and you increase that, that, you know, as you 
also do the work on your patterns, your emotional range also increases. So it's like, you know, your patterns, your old junk is going to show up to be transformed, to be alchemized, to be, you know, cleaned up. And as you do that, you increase your emotional range and then you have more nervous system capacity to deal with more and more intensity. Um, but money, money is a high sensation. Money has a lot of sensation for people. Spending big money is intensely sensational. Saving big money, having big money in the bank account, charging large amounts of money. All of these things do are high sensation. Like people say to me things like, oh, I can't spend that much money. Like, and I'm like, you have the money. And they're like, yeah, but I can't do it. Cause I can't deal with what they're really saying is I can't deal with a certain amount of sensation in my body or I can't have that much bank account money in my bank account, I can't handle the sensation of it. And I get rid of all the money really fast, you know? So emotional range is something that's, that's really key, not just in your income, but in your full relationship with money. So identity crafting, um, pattern shifting and increasing your emotional range are three skills that you, um, need to have to go beyond six figures and income in your business or in a W-2 position. So if you are a businesswoman who's already making six figures in her business and is really looking to scale, and maybe feels like you're even in your own way a bit, maybe who's had some challenges and kind of up and down and feeling like, like you know what to do, but you're a little stuck, come talk to me about Limitless Wealth. It's a year-long um, mastermind. We do, I mean, we do weekly uh, group calls where I teach on something. You get some one-on-ones with me, and then we travel twice a year for really, really wonderful retreat type situations where we do some deep work. Um, but the work in Limitless Wealth is really learning how to tap into like real life abundance, how to create abundantly, and how to become a more powerful person in your business and in your life in general. Um, and it's fun and it's fun and delightful to be in a community of badass women who are making a ton of money and celebrating each other for it. And it's just really, it's just so good sisterhood and yeah, cash and luxury and yeah, millions of dollars, shit like that. So, um, I'll put a link, uh, in the show notes and we could talk about limitless wealth. We could book a little call, talk about limitless wealth. If that is a fit for you. All right, dear ladies, I love you and I appreciate you. And I will talk to you later. Bye everybody. It was my pleasure and joy to talk with you today. Thank you for listening. If you found value in our conversation, I kindly ask you to share the show with a friend who deserves to unleash her financial power. Your feedback is so, so valuable to me. So please take a moment to leave a review. Together, we can amplify the message and bring more money into the hands of good women. For ongoing guidance and unwavering support on your financial journey, I invite you to join the Cash Confident community. Visit www.cashconfident.com slash join to become part of our powerful community of women where we uplift and inspire one another to reach new heights of financial success. Remember, you possess the power to shape your financial destiny. And with the Cash Confident podcast and the support of our remarkable community, you are unstoppable. Embrace your financial power, create the life you desire, and let's ignite a movement of cash confident women who are transforming the world one dollar, one decision at a time.